you know, like, so I have a friend uh, in Ontario that I've literally never met, right? Mm. And so, like, we talk all the time about soccer, blah, blah, blah. Why not automate that guy? <laughs> like, Winners is drugs. Oh, I did have one. Are INTPs lazy? Um, yeah. They're, they're supposed to be, In but theory. I'm not, right? The, yeah. I, so the way, the way I look at it, right? And uh, you haven't been on the Discord recently. I actually asked this on the Discord. And that one dude that um, you kind of butted heads with, mm -hmm. he was saying all of this stuff that mm -hmm. really didn't apply to what I was asking. Mm -hmm. But whatever. So... Yes, uh, any anyone with a with a P in their title is gonna theoretically be less. Really? Uh, yeah, yeah. That's I mean, that's not that's not like an official thing with yeah. uh, Myers Briggs, but I mean, in my experiences, perceiver types tend to be less uh, disciplined. Oh, okay. Yeah. Disciplined. That that makes more sense, but like. I would never be, I would never say I'm lazy. Like as far as mm. once I'm doing a project, I'm a very hard worker, you yeah. know, at work, hard worker. Yeah. Right? Yeah. It's like I've never been fired for being lazy, you know? Yeah. Well, I, I mean the stories you have told me about the jobs that you've done, it almost seemed like you worked too hard. Like you, you went the other way. It's like you almost have to be a little lazy because otherwise you're going to burn out. Right. Well, yeah, I mean, me and my brother learned that the hard way at BPs. We were earning like $200 a week because mm -hmm. we would go in, smash our job, go home at noon. We'd only work for three hours and we were only getting paid like $6 or something. Right. So we, it wasn't until like two months in, we were like, okay, we're only making 200 a, a fucking, we need to stay there till five every day. So we just like dragged our job out like yeah. crazy, right? Yeah. I, I bet there's a million jobs like that where it's like you could just be in and out of your work, right? Yeah. Get paid an adequate amount and like peace out. Like right. you don't need to be there, but like everyone, like corporations or whoever's in charge is just like, well, we need that. We need them to stay. Yeah. It's some, it's some corporate, oh, eight hours is the thing yeah. that we can get out of these people, but they can't really get eight good hours out of anyone no right not not as it's structured right now like you do hear those places that like allow uh, employees to nap and shit like that but it's like rare yeah. yeah well i mean sure but even like for me napping it's like if i can manage a nap in the afternoon it there's like a good hour before my brain is functioning back at like full tilt do you sleep right? for over 30 minutes um probably not i i don't ever like set the time mm -hmm. i know some people say like if you take a nap you should set your alarm s to maximize the effect because if you sleep too long then you'll be tired stuff like that i haven't done that i don't know could be like 15 minutes but still yeah it's still my brain unless because i for me it's like every time i wake up i have a coffee right so if i take a nap it's like I almost need to restart that ritual of having a coffee to get my brain oh, okay. back up and functioning. Have right? you you haven't done a coffee nap? 
I've heard of those, but no, no. Those are so legit. Those yeah. do work. Like for me, like, cause they it, coffee generally puts me to sleep. Like within the first five minutes, like for whatever reason, I just want to go to sleep. Mm-hmm. And so anytime I've ever had coffee right before a nap, like without fail, every single time when I woke up, I was like, holy shit. Like I have so much energy. Yeah. I yeah. don't know if it was just the placebo, but like literally every time. What, what I've heard is like the reason why coffee makes some people sleepy is because of blood pressure. Mm. So what it does is because it acts as a diuretic, um, it actually lowers your blood pressure, making you sleepy. Then the caffeine kicks in, constricts your blood vessels, increases your blood pressure. Now you're like back hmm. on top and you have energy, right? Oh, okay. That's how I've heard it worked. I don't know if that's true or if where I heard that from, but... What was I possibly. watching yesterday? I, oh, it was Malcolm Gladwell was on um, Hot Ones. Hmm. And so he was talking about how he suspects that like Tom Brady has a really low heart rate. This isn't uh, in, the, in the same, yeah. like whatever, but like a really low resting heart rate. He, he figures all the major, you know, sports, all the, all the top performers are really low heart rate people. Oh yeah. The Brett Favre's that are playing like with crazy emotion and whatever yeah. are more often going to fail in the big games because you can't rely on emotion constantly like that really yeah. intense. Yeah. Well, if you're in good shape, you have a low resting heart rate. Like when I, if I get hard into cycling, I've, I, I'm in the low fifties, right? Like I remember once I did one of those, uh, uh, my work had a health check thing they, they would do for us where some nurses would come in and they take yeah. your vitals and do blood work and stuff for free. Um, when I went into that, uh, I had a, my resting heart rate was in the forties. Like 40 over what? I, I can't remember how those work. 40 over what? No, that you're thinking of blood pressure. Oh, what are you saying? Uh, beats, oh, beats per minute. Beats per minute, Oh, yeah. okay. So okay. like having like most people, 40 beats per minute is like they're sleeping. Okay. Right? And that, that, that was me like <laughs> wide awake. But that's because, again, uh, because I had to fast for that one. So I couldn't have any coffee. Oh, okay. So I was I was like really in good shape then also going through like mild caffeine withdrawal but if you're fasting wouldn't wouldn't like why wouldn't you continue caffeine just for this test you can't have anything except water right it was one of those because they were doing like like they don't do those anymore because it used to be they would test for blood glucose now they use this uh hb1c or something test for like uh diabetes and stuff like that so that you don't need to fast anymore oh okay but back then you had to uh not eat anything that wouldn't i've I've never had to do a fast or anything like i remember doing like one of those 24 hour fasts at one point yeah yeah make christians feel good about not helping in any real way (laughs) Uh, yeah cool cool i was fucked up by like hour 13 like i was like I don't have fat on my body to be burning. Yeah. I'm going to pass out and die. <laughs> yeah, but this this isn't one of those. This is just don't eat breakfast. Like they're just saying oh. when you get up, don't have anything to eat before the test. Right? Oh, okay. It's not like days. No, no. Or, yeah. No. But I have done those. I've done like a two-day. I did like two-day fasts 
a bunch of times, right? Oh, I would never subject myself to that. It's it's hard, but like you get for a two day fast, you get two weeks of just wonderful energy, right? It's like um, for me, lunch usually makes me a bit sleepy. Mm-hmm. When I do it, if I do a two day fast for the next two weeks, any food that I eat gives me just tons of energy. Why is that? Do you know the? I I'm guessing it makes you more insulin sensitive, hmm. so your so your cells your cells will take in the glucose more efficiently. I think, that, uh, but I'm not an expert. I have no clue yeah. what I'm talking about. Yeah, right? I mean that's uh, that was always um, Joe Rogan's like thing about intermittent fasting is that it trains your body to mm-hmm. use food better. Yeah, and, yeah. yeah. No, yeah. I I want to start doing that again, but. Uh, it's hard to be disciplined with fasting. Yeah, it is really hard. Like just to be like, oh, it's going to give me two, like hour 16, I would be like, fuck, man. I don't yeah. think I care about this. Right. <laughs> no, it's super tough. That's why, I mean, the scientists know the health benefits of fasting, right? Like they, the science is in. The reason why it's not like widely prescribed or advised by doctors is because they just believe no one could possibly stick to it, right? Right. Like if, if you know, like they, for example, a seven-day fast could probably treat schizophrenia, for example, right? How so? That, I, I don't know the reasons, but there, just... there's science to suggest it, right? Interesting. I wonder why. Yeah, I don't, I don't know why. Um, but they, to doctors, that's not a, a valid therapy for schizophrenia because it would be super hard to not eat for seven days right so what what they're what they're doing now is they want to find these you know fasting mimetics right these these drugs that mimic whatever fasting is doing in your body yeah i wonder if the i wonder if the schizophrenia thing goes along with like you know how if you eat just before bed you're way more likely to have insane dreams oh yeah yeah like i wonder if there's a connection there could be could be i I don't know the science i don't really know what causes schizophrenia i don't think people i don't think scientists yet know what causes it yeah but it has been shown to be beneficial it's not just that that's just one of the more extreme examples there's lots of different reasons to fast right like you can you can realize pretty significant physiological changes in a short amount of time by fasting like if you if you're an overweight person who wants to lose a lot of weight fast you know yeah. for, forgive the pun right yeah um that's the way to do it right well yeah except it i think for a lot of people it might trigger their like eating disorders if they yeah try to oh do yeah that. i also think a doctor would be reluctant to tell someone to fast if they were overweight because of the climate we're in now. Yeah, that's true. I, like they don't want to be getting outed on social media. Is like, I went to the doctor and I said I was really unhappy and I was having a hard time breathing. And he said, you need to lose weight. You might want to fast a few days. Yeah. <laughs> like that, that might not go down it's, well. I think it's a fine line because, yeah. I mean, the thing is, it's like eating disorders, particularly ones where people don't eat. They're, they're so wrapped up in these these things that these uh are social expectations of beauty mm-hmm. and things like that mm-hmm. right so um in in our present moment it's it's hard to prescribe not eating as a solution to anything right 
Do you think it's ever going to swing back? Like, so like it, I learned like, um, the other day, like it used to be back in the day, the smaller your dick was the better. Right. right? Yeah. And now it's switched. But like, are we going to go back to like seeing people that are fat as like wealthy and have food like other countries or I, I don't think so. I mean the, the, the thing with like overweight women used to be considered more beautiful. Right. Mm-hmm. But the reason why that was is because most people were starving. Right. So an overweight woman showed that they had resources, right. They right. came from like a rich background because they were able to eat consistently. Right. And we're probably, yeah, we're probably never going to have, one of those world food shortages that we used to have, right? right? Cause our technology now is like, yeah. Well, and the other, the other thing now is that the, because of the way our food systems are, it's like the, the crappy junk food is what poor people get subjected to. It's what is available to them right. in their communities. Mm-hmm. So now poor people are more likely to be overweight. So now we int- intuitively see like a, a fit toned person as from a, better background right Mm. comes down to status Mm. in the end right i never actually thought about that but yeah yeah it's just like uh the other one is uh uh tanned skin right so used to be that tanned skin meant that you had to work in outside in the fields right so the beauty standard back then was as pale skin as you could possibly have Right. right right so women were putting white powder on themselves and stuff like that Mm -hmm. now tan skin means that you can travel in the winter time or you can afford to go to a tanning salon or things like that. Right. Yeah. Except, I mean, we know because of Western media shit, there's a lot of countries that they get their skin like dyed white. now. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. Well they, the, yeah, but there's also, they're still in that period of their development. Right? right. Like, like places in, in like Southeast Asia, that's a thing, right? Mm-hmm. Like to have lighter skin. But there, those nations still have a, a strong agricultural, um, culture, right? right? Yeah. It's just like, and the same is true for, uh, overweight women, right? There's Mauritania, they have, they have like forced feeding camps for young women. Where? I, I think it's Mauritania. What's that? It's no. it's a country in uh, North Africa. Okay. And there's this whole thing. It's it's a big deal in like. This sounds like something depressing that I never looked into. Yeah. So so what <laughs> happens is because being overweight is considered beautiful in their cultures, and you know the 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 thing for a family when you have a daughter is you got to marry her off, right? So what they do is they oh, they put their gross. their daughters into these like camps where they have to eat like sweetened rice, like a shit ton of it just to fatten them up so they can yeah that's it's gross yeah that's so gross. i mean that's uh that's the other side of the the spectrum from bulimia and anorexia right that we have here right yeah i mean we're not forcing women to starve themselves but i mean i guess culturally the, yeah the messages they're receiving right yeah from media and stuff like that see everybody always says you should go learn about other cultures but I find that there's a lot of things that I'd rather not know about other cultures. Mm -hmm. Like why, like some, like India, for example, like arranged marriages, the fact that it's still like the predominant way most people get married really bothers me. Yeah. Oh yeah. Like I just, it's so insane to me. It's like, so 
your husband hits you and you still don't leave him because yeah, that whole system it's fucking crazy. Yeah, I mean, some people really defend arranged marriages. They really think it's the better way to go, right? I know, but I don't even know the argument for why. I think it's just like... Are you supposed to grow together because you're young at the start? There, There's that, right? Like you're both put in this circumstance and, and you have to sort of learn to love each other. I, 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 can't, I can't fully represent that position because I don't understand why mm-hmm. anyone would say that. But I think... I mean, maybe they're saying stuff like the whole act of, of like mating, meeting uh, your future spouse when you're young is just a lot of time and energy and stress that if you're in arranged marriage, you don't have any of that, right? Right. And it's taking away from your becoming a doctor or a lawyer. Yeah, exactly. Which is right. super yeah. sought after. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You can, yeah. yeah, totally. I mean, if, I suppose maybe I would have been... Uh, more successful if I had that all just set up for me when I was 20 or something, right? Yeah. Here you go. But, but I mean, you're, yeah, it's that thing of like your quality of life may not be good. You know, like if you don't get the right partner, it's like you might become a workaholic and because you just want to avoid your home life. And so like, yeah, you get the academic prestige and the, the job you, you know, went after, but it's like, you're now addicted to work and you're desperately unhappy. True. You have a shit ton of money, but you can't get divorced still. Yeah. Like I, I don't, I don't want to be part of any culture that they work themselves to that extent. Right. Where it actually becomes a social problem. Like, Oh shit. Our population is overworking themselves. Like, fuck that. I don't want to be a part of that. No culture. Right? But this is why we're always going to get shit kicked in North America. Yeah, true. Because we just, it is that, like, we have way more of, like, a do what you want. We don't listen to our parents nearly as much, right? Right, right. We're also the ones to immediately ship them off to a nursing home once we... Yeah, yeah. Don't, you know, like... I know, yeah. We, we don't revere our old people like other countries, generally. Yeah, but we also have, here we have programs, right? Like, we have social assistance and, and free healthcare and stuff like that. So that old people aren't so screwed if they don't have children, right? Right. In a lot of other countries, that's your retirement plan. Right, that's true. Right? That, yeah. That's a weird, that's always been a weird thing to me is that like, having a kid is your gateway yeah. to more money. Like yeah. that's so bizarre to me. I know, I know. Like let's just have a pile of kids so that at least one of them will hopefully become something that take care of us yeah and it's like for me what i think about is like i'm like we need to go to these countries and change that we need to say listen institute a social security system for your old people because you're having way too many goddamn kids right like we don't need that many people on this planet Mm -hmm. just cut it up cut it down take care of your old people so that they don't have that stress about what they're going to do when they're too old to work and let's all just kind of chill out on the baby making a little, right? <laughs> yeah. But I mean, there, there is the statistics around like once money, like yeah, becomes yeah. in more, whatever your birth rate goes down by a lot. Yeah. So we're in a, we're in this situation where if we want less people, we have to consume more. Right. Yeah. Like if we- I think, I think China though, specifically, like I think, 
so their one child policy was like abs like for sure a failure right yeah like because people just yeah anyways uh but now like because more I, i can't remember what it is it's just like the average chinese person is now like at a like they're no longer super impoverished like they used to be. Right. And so they're having less kids now as a result, not because the government mandated it, but because they're actually just like, uh, I may, you know, I may, may not want to have three kids because I have enough money and yeah. 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 So yeah. And that's, that's what all these people, these, um, science statistics people say is they're like the, population of the earth is going to level off at like whatever like 10 million or something mm-hmm. and then it's going to start to fall because the rest of the planet is going to become developed and they're going to adopt this materialistic culture that we have here in the west and that's going to become more important to them than having children right yeah and we do export we yeah. do export that uh yeah i mean i'm i'm okay with that because like yes less people is better um but at the same time it's like well how much like we as as westerners we our footprint on the the environment is a lot larger than than somebody in one of those countries right Mm -hmm. so it's like their their footprint has to become as big as ours for them to right to stop producing children is the planet going to be okay in that scenario as well like and that's the know. whole thing, right? Like we, like it, we always have that Western idea of like, you shouldn't be using these kind of factories, blah, blah, blah. But it's yeah. like, that's where they're at in their development. So yeah, like, yeah. who is it to uh, like, uh, you know, it's like, we're telling them you can't do this. Like you can't advance basically. Well, You're putting yeah. out too many greenhouse emissions. Yeah. I, I mean, I see that perspective, but at the same time, it's like, who cares? We're, we're in a situation like we, we just got through an his, a historic unprecedented heat wave, right? Mm-hmm. That we're about, we're past the point. Like they missed that party. They missed the fossil fuel party. Now they got to just jump directly to the renewable energy system. We, as the rich countries, we have to help them with that. We got to provide yeah. the if necessary. If we subsidize, sure. Yeah. But like otherwise they don't have incentive. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because yeah. fossil fuel is always going to be cheaper, especially if everyone else is giving it up. You know, coal totally. prices drop. Blah, totally. Blah, blah. Yeah. Africa's like, sweet, let's do this. You know? Yeah. I, I see that happening for sure. It, unless we decide, no, we're going to help the whole world develop. Mm-hmm. And the thing is, it's like, that's, that's fine, right? Like what people don't understand is like, if we as a society go into Africa and help them get to that next stage, that's good for us, mm-hmm. right? The number, what, how do you think like science and technology is going to progress if we have an, a, a few extra billion people creating scientists and training their population with universities and all of that, right? Like things are just going to be better for everyone, right? There's, that, there's always that argument that if other countries become as wealthy as us, all our shit's going to go way up, right? Like Americans, like they pride themselves on having all these extremely low prices like Walmart, blah, True. blah, blah. Yeah. You only get those from some oppressed group, you know? Yeah. Well, I mean, I'm, I mean, what, what are we, so we're, we're like, we're risking the fate of this planet 
so that we can have cheaper yeah i'm saying capitalism is going like to kill the planet yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah so like the way i look at it is like get everyone up to our level and let's work on ways like if if we need cheaper manufactured goods let's work on automation robots that sort of thing right that's how we're going to get cheaper goods in in the next 50 years yeah. right yeah but then it, that's a whole other problem about do we have UBI, you know, like yeah, yeah. that kind of shit. Because it's like automate. I mean, Amazon, right? Like, I, I don't know if we talked about this, but like they have a 150% turnover rate. Did we talk about this? Uh, no, but I did hear about that. They're yeah. burning through employees, right? <laughs> right, right? And so I was like, they're going to be the first to truly go full robot. You yeah. know what I mean? Because yeah. it's just like they have, they don't, they seemingly do not give a fuck about bad reputation right because everyone continues to still use amazon yeah right like i haven't heard one person come to my side and say i'm boycotting amazon you know as much as possible yeah i know i i would love to but i it's like i need stuff right that they provide and it's like i okay i should pay more to get it somewhere else or i should drive down to a store but i could literally just click a button yeah you know it's hard to give that up I, I'm, I'm always 100% on board with automation. I don't think there's ever a situation where we should try to hold back automation, right? Counterpoint. Have you ever tried to talk to a robot on the phone? Uh, Customer service is one area that, holy fuck, when you get an automated thing, rage levels increase. Yeah. And we're people that, like, the, like the systems understand we have right. white voices. Yeah, we don't yeah. have accents. Right. True. <laughs> I've heard from a lot of people that's just like Siri doesn't understand what the fuck they're saying because they have such a thick Indian accent with their English. Yeah. You know. Um. Yeah, but that that'll get better for sure. Like the the situations you're talking about, that's not like the cutting edge of what is out there. Like you talk about. Um, did you see that demo? way back i'm surprised it was so long ago now because we haven't really seen it in phones yet but google came out with a demo like a few years ago where they were there they were actually able to get their google assistant to call up a hairdryer and book an appointment for a person right a fully automated system called the hairdresser and was like how hello i would like to make an appointment for jesse to come in for a uh, hair appointment. I do remember this. Yeah, and the 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 person was completely unaware that they were talking to a a robot, right? Yeah, I don't know. It, anyways, yeah, you're right. Everything does get advanced, but I'm just saying that's one area where I definitely always hate it. Yeah, for right now, you know, because I can't even conceive of a robot that's gonna be so clean, like with their speech and communicate. Because right now it's like, would you like to? Uh, blah 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 and then it's just like you're like yes and then it takes a second and then it's like did you mean and yeah, you're like yeah. you motherfucker I said the thing I want to do you know totally I hate that too but one thing I'll say and this is going on record that that part of society the call center help desk customer service that's going to be one of the first things we automate like everyone's talking about self-driving cars, replacing taxis and truck drivers. That's got a ways to go because there's a lot of regulation, a lot of safety questions. 
there's no none of that with automating a call center, right? Yeah. As soon as you get the the computers to do as good a job, the, it's going to be a overnight change. It's like cuz yeah, they want no one wants to pay a a person to to mass call out uh, a sales cold call system, right? Yeah. So that to me that's the first industry that's going to be hit. I wonder what it, what percentage of India does call centers. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, like, I think there's like whole cities. I bet that must be like cuz yeah, that that'll be a lot of people losing their jobs. Mm-hmm. Do you think bots will prank humans? Um like like your phone call thing. It's like will a bot just decide this is what humans do for fun? Yeah. I'll call John Smith and be like, hey, uh, <laughs> you know, did you see that something on your lawn? And the person's like, what's on my lawn? And then the bot's like, I got you, bye. Yeah, <laughs> like, I mean. <laughs> like, are we going to get annoyed by robots calling us to prank I th- us? I think that would be awesome, actually. I, I'd be like, holy shit, I'd be getting everyone, yo, look at this. This <laughs> bot is pranking me right now. Right, be posting that online. But and, what if they prank you about like gov- your government information? And it's like, ah, I got your SIN number. You like yeah, I yeah. imitated a well, government I mean, agency. For sure, bots are going to be scamming people. That a hundred percent is going to happen. Yeah, right. That's going to be a super problem. Yeah, because like old people get scammed constantly now. Right, right. If bots are able to do it, you can just do it at unprecedented numbers, right? Like yeah, well, they could probably even mimic their grandchild's voice and be like, Hey, I, I'm in jail. I need $500 sent to me like right now. It's an emergency, right? People like us are in trouble that like put content out with our voices. I feel like that's always going to backfire at some point. Yeah. Yeah. Cause like, you know, now they have those websites where you can just type in anything you want with people's like, you know, you can have Barack Obama say something or Eminem and shit. Yeah. It's quite good. Like it's, it's quite convincing. Oh Yeah. Totally. Well, it won't just be able to mimic our voices. It'll actually be able to say things that we would say. Right. Right. Like at some point, it'll be able to have a podcast that <laughs> w- without us, right? We could just put it on, <laughs> just generate, right? And it's our voices, our personalities. Like they did. Um, oh, yeah. You know, Sam Harris? Yep. There's a, someone did a bot called Sam Harris, right? Okay. Yeah. And yeah. it wasn't voice. But it was able to replicate sort of his style of talking through text. Yeah. Right. Um, and yeah, it you, did a pretty good job. Yeah. So have you heard of that? There's a company that um, if your friend dies, like if one of us died, you mm-hmm. can pay this service to use all your texts and all your emails to create a person that you can continue to interact with. even though Right. I heard about that. Yeah. And that was also a Black Mirror episode too, right? Was it? I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, they did that on Black Mirror, but uh, yeah, they they heard that it's coming out. Yeah, because I I heard the real like the real application like this woman had lost her fiance. It was something insane. It was like they got engaged and he like died the next day or something. Like it yeah. was like wild. And so she they were asked. I think it was This American Life actually, mm. and they were asking her like, why do you do it? Like why? Like is this ever going to end or is this like a yeah like you know. Are That's you, the question I have. Yeah. I was like, why do that? Why not just mourn and heal and get, move on. Right. Yeah. I think it must be a mixture of mourning. Like, you know, it's not real, but at the same time, it's still nice to get 
yeah. random messages from that person. Like it still hits you with dopamine. Would you, is that something you would do if you lost a loved one? Uh, probably not. But like, yeah. you know, like, so I have a friend uh, in Ontario that I've literally never met. Right. Mm. And so like, we talk all the time about soccer, blah, blah, blah. Why not automate that guy? <laughs> like do you know what i true, mean true, so, yeah. so like that that i would because it's just like yeah it would suck he died but i'm almost certainly not going to know he died unless i just don't get texts back do you know yeah what I mean? well i mean you don't, he doesn't even have to die you could just automate him anyways just yeah. like you know what i don't really need to talk to you that's true i can just get a bot to mimic you just fuck off <laughs> it's true and like yeah i mean what we like this per this text would just always be talking to me about soccer and i'd be like fuck yeah let's yeah. talk about soccer yeah. you but, could just it, it, it's like it maybe wouldn't be as perfect but you would get quantity over quality right yeah you could just keep chatting with it yeah. non-stop right it does sound pretty like it sounded pretty like capable of coming up with questions that that person kind of yeah. would ask you and like she was kind of freaked out by that like there was a certain question that she was just like fuck that's too like too deep and accurate like it's like yeah it, it cut something on her um well i mean that's one of the honestly that's one of the reasons why i do this right to build that data set so that you know someone could replicate me if they wanted to right <laughs> I know, but you, I feel like you don't think of the downsides. I immediately start the future thinking, and I'm like, fuck, this person's going to get me in trouble, and I'm going to go to jail. Meanwhile, this bot is just going to be, you know, taking over my life. See, I think of more of it like thousands of years from now, right? Like there's archaeologists trying to dig through the mountains of data that our society has produced sort of get a sense of what we were like right and they're like hey let's generate all these these podcasters let's just generate them mm -hmm. and, and actually talk to them right right or use ai to yeah mine all the data right yeah so I, I i in answer to your question would i use it with a loved one i don't know i haven't had any significant loved one die yeah so i don't know right like I just how about you no i'm i'm in the same boat i don't i don't know what the morning process would provoke out of me because i haven't gone through it so yeah yeah super privileged two super privileged dudes yeah i know <laughs> i mean i've had i've had family members pass i mean but you weren't super connected or no I, i'm i'm actually pretty close with my grandpa and he's 98 it's it's getting pretty close so that one will probably be the first time where i actually feel like more complex emotions Mm -hmm. regarding somebody's passing so we'll see don't you think like like so my experience with my grandparents passing was like i didn't feel anything i almost yeah. felt guilty about it because i was just like they've been dead for like 10 years do you know what i mean in their mind like they're still there but like yeah they yeah. don't know who i am they're just waking up and like existing you know like their bodies and whatever are still going but their mind went ages ago yeah if, if it's full-on dementia i could see that for sure not dementia yeah. i don't think it's dementia i don't think they ever had dementia they're just like it's almost like like catatonic like you're just mm. they just like sit in a chair for a really long time yeah don't really enter like i, I there again this might have been Mer this american life but like what are we what are we going to do with like oh i think it was the argument for um 
what's the like you euthanize yourself suicide suicide pills <laughs> yeah like the like but there's some end of life it's it's got a way better term than Does suicide it? <laughs> <laughs> it's just like my grandpa committed suicide and everyone's like oh my god it's like no he meant to yeah 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 um it's not I, sad I, I don't know i don't know what the term is but um that's that's not the case with my grandpa right like we we had a conversation just the other day because we were talking about the ufos right and he told me about a story like he was in afghanistan in the 60s and he said it's like there was no light pollution blah 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 he told me a whole story how he saw a ufo god knows what it was but it's like i mean those are cool interesting things to get out of a you know a 98 year old right yeah so my dad had a similar experience like in africa i I remember it's the only like crazy thing my dad's ever said Mm. in his entire life and he's just like we were in the middle of nowhere no cities no lights like zambia whatever in the 19 whatevers yeah and there was just like this fucking floating thing thing with like lights and shit it's like you know, my mind goes to like, well, was it a military hop? Right. You know, all this other shit. Yeah, I mean, was the, it a plane? Who knows? Yeah, like the United States has been poking around all over this fucking planet for yeah. the last hundred years, right? Holy shit! I I saw a video the other day of how many U.S. military bases are around the world. Mm. They're everywhere. Yeah. They're in every country. Yeah, yeah. Like I know they pay to have airfields in like every single country. Yeah. It's nuts. I know. It's like, isn't that an empire? Like, how is that? How do? How is it that we don't call that an empire when your military is all over the planet? I was talking to my friend. I think like the military-industrial complex really does have an entire hold on their country. I mean, mm. we've talked about this before, but like, was it Roosevelt? Roosevelt said it was going to be the big, big problem coming up in the future, and we needed to rein it in. Yeah. In one yeah. of his speeches, but like, think about it. Like, so they they've been resisting this like $15 an hour minimum wage thing. Right. Mm-hmm. It's like you, you have these army recruiters going to fucking high schools and shit and being like, we will pay for your school. We will pay for your everything. You just have to join the army. Right. Yeah. yeah. And you hope you don't get sent to fucking Afghanistan during that time or whatever current war you're in. Right. 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 Like, yeah, that's it, To me, it seems like a system designed to continue to feed people into something that people may not, still believe in you know yeah like i don't you know you you go to these like conservative american types right and they're like so against socialism right and it's like do you not realize how much of your economy is is driven by your military right like it's 900 billion dollars a year that they're spending on military and it's crazy like like i i sometimes look for job openings in the states right and so the the type of you know programming that i do i put that into a search find jobs pay like double what i'm making right down in the states every single one of them is like must have an active dod security clearance what's that uh department of defense oh okay like every like these are all different companies and they all want a, a dod security clearance it's like are they all contractors for the american military like how the hell is it that every single type every single job that i see posted for a right. software development role is a military contractor right mm-hmm. it's crazy i i was listening to ari shafir's podcast he was talking to i, I wish i could remember the comedian but this guy basically was in I don't know. It was like 
it was either Syria or somewhere else, but, or like an adjacent country. Mm. And he basically realized that they, uh, he's a Canadian and he realized that he was working for a company that was profiting off war. Like he didn't realize he was in a situation. He was like, I'm a fucking war profiteer. And at some point he started getting disillusioned. And so he started doing a really bad job and shit. Like from the inside, he's just like, I want to do it. I'm constantly fucking up orders, shit like that. So that, because apparently like Americans would be trying to undercut the Canadians supplies Uh, kind of thing. It's like a very competitive you know, Halliburton-y kind of fucking competition. Makes sense. But uh, anyways, I I just remember thinking like, oh yeah, it's just just business. They just literally do business around the world. Like when they Mm -hmm. start wars, it's just to create more jobs, more wealth, more like suck, you know. Yeah, like they're basically destroying infrastructure in these countries and then rebuilding it using their contractors, right? Yeah. That seems to be the... It's like mafia shit. It's like you go and burn a building down and then you rebuild it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like you're like, do you want that to happen again? No? Okay. Use our pay us. Yeah, use pay our guys then. This every <laughs> yeah, every month. And yeah, you're gonna use all our concrete dudes. Thank you for listening to the Winners Do Drugs podcast. If you'd like to get in touch with us, you can reach us at winnersdodrugspodcast at gmail.com or you can visit our subreddit, winnersdodrugspod, on reddit.com.